I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast, start of the NAB Challenge 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man. Look, I can't. I really can't face you right now. I can't talk to you. Look, I'm, I'm disappointed, Mike. I thought, I thought your mum was single. No, you know that... very well. Keep your hands up her. She's a beautiful woman. I'm sorry, mate. I just, I was there to comfort her and then, you know, things, things happen when two... Two loving people get together, and we were watching. We were watching last year's uh, grand final replay, so and we just we just got excited. I'm sorry. I'm we, sorry. It's the Hawthorne overcame us. We can never work together ever again. Um, You're throwing the podcast into turmoil. I'm sorry, Michael. I like James Brayshaw is going to have to host it by himself. How's that going to go? Mm? <laughs> How will it go? Okay, of course, we're talking about, uh, and we're not going to we're not going to delve into the nitty gritty. No, we're not going to gloat. No, Billy Brownless and sad. Gary it's very sad. It is very sad, yeah. but um, but it has thrown the footy show into turmoil. Yes, yes, and it does mean that uh, it's looking likely at the moment that James Brayshaw is going to have to uh, he's going to have to shoulder another fifty percent of the load. Yeah, dum dum. We'll now throw it. Old man Croof. He can't do that alone. You can't. <laughs> and then what do they do with that footage of Gary? Uh, yeah, on the, on the stretcher. On the stretcher. Yeah. All of the Gary memes that they have, essentially. Like, you know, the hairy people. And, yep. uh, what was it? The guy from um, uh, Yo Gabba Gabba. Didn't he do something like that? Oh, did they? Yeah, I don't remember like, that one. Yeah, but the, the, I'm sure they would have. The stretcher one. I mean, that's been, that's been uh, iconic footage for years. Is there, is there no vision of Brayshaw... Playing cricket, like yeah. getting out cheaply. Yeah, I think I'm pretty certain there was a clip of them, uh, a young Brayshaw being interviewed. I think. Okay. When he was playing for South Australia. Yep. State cricket. Yeah. Did he so. ever play? Did he play play with Craig Bradley? Was he of that era? I probably would have been after, wouldn't he? Uh, let me think. Because Craig Bradley would have played it before. He, oh no, Craig Bradley, I think played South Australian state cricket when he was playing for Carlton. Hmm. He might have switched in between. That's a pretty good sports person, isn't it? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. What did he play about three eighty games, maybe? Uh, yeah, he was up around that, yeah. 300s yeah. at least. Um, obviously, uh, and he played like 600 in the Sandfall. Yeah. There is huge turmoil, obviously, uh, yes. at the footy show. Mm. And I think, when are we going to get the call? Double, double team host. So which one, uh, which one of the duo? Am I the buffoon? Am I, am I Billy <laughs> in this? Because I, I, I like a frothy. Billy you know will that. still be there, won't he? Yeah, but he won't want to go on the show. Well, he's, he's going to be – he'd be embarrassed. He, and fair enough, I wouldn't go on yeah, the show. Yeah, there'd be a massive elephant in the room, wouldn't there? Yeah. But, but don't call him that. <laughs> uh, but, but I think uh, yourself and I, we should be – get rid of Brayshaw. Bring, yeah. Bring Rosie and Chambo in. How good would that be? Yeah. Do you have any embarrassing footage? Oh, you stand up. Just film you and stand <laughs> up. <laughs> I, I think we'd be great hosts, and I think we'd bring a new, a new rougher edge to the yeah, show. Yeah. No one's been called a C-bomb <laughs> yeah. on the footy show for, for months, I would imagine. Yeah. So we'd bring that. We'd keep Sam in line. Yeah. 
We could do young man Croft, where Croft's a baby. My only problem is that we're, we're quite respectful towards women, so we're going to have to change that. Yeah, no, we can We can. We're have to throw that out the door. Yeah, I'm happy to change, yeah. mate. How are we going to control the fossil, mate? Yeah, well, that's the other thing. I don't, I don't think we can. And the best newsbreaker in the game, he'll come in. Yeah. Purple. Mm. He's going to take over footy classified purple. How do you reckon he'll go on that? Because I really enjoyed Gary Lyon on Footy Classified. That, yeah. That's my favourite football show. Is it? The yeah. Classified, yeah. yeah no, I mean, I, I stay up late for the Arrow, no matter what time it's on. Definitely, definitely. Good call. Yeah. Pertinent call. Mm. <laughs> um, Who's she going to arrow in this? Yeah. Gary or Billy? Just the uh, question here, question without notice. Oof, I'm not ready <laughs> for this. Ready uh, it's NAB Challenge. I'm not ready for questions <laughs> without notice. I'm just easing my way into this. Does Gary come back at all, ever? That's a good question, Michael. Mm. That's mm. a very good question. Uh, I would say yes. I think even now that the hysteria has started to die down, yep. and once he and Mrs. Brownless get married, then yep. everyone's going to go, they're in love. Yeah, it's a beautiful love and story. It's gonna, yeah, and Billy mm. will give her away. Oh, yeah. And they'll do it on the footy <laughs> show. <laughs> on the footy show. Bang. Uh, we've solved Problem everything. Solved. Bloody hell. Ratings through the roof. Yeah, and you know who is the, uh, the um, what do you call it? I'm going to say, not chaplain, but... Uh, Priest. Well, not priest, but Minister. lower level. Minister. The, yeah. the, the civil, right. so, yeah, civil okay. celebrant yeah, sure. would have to be Brayshaw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can handle that. Do you too? Do you? You might now kiss them right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then as, as Billy's coming down the aisle, and, they and played that, the elephant song. No, they <laughs> played... Instead of Bridal Waltz. Yep. It's more than a game. Brilliant. But you know, I'm on violins. It's haunting, isn't it? And then, like, during the speeches, they can show, like, uh, almost bridal legends where ladies are trying to take a mark yep, yep. of getting the getting bouquet. The bouquet. Yeah. Yep. We had a friend of ours. Um, she The wedding was on the Yarra. She caught the bouquet. Mm-hmm. I did a swift little turn. I kicked it into the yarrow. Kicked it into the yarrow. She went, kicked it in. And went, gay pies. Nice. <laughs> That's a class. That sounds like a classy wedding you were at. <laughs> so we're, we're back. The nab challenge is back. It's ex- yes. Were you excited? Did you watch the game Thursday night? We're recording this on a Sunday. Carlton and Hawthorne kicked it off in Tasmania. Mm. Were you excited by it, Michael? Uh, not so much. I think I watched about five, ten minutes of it. Yeah. And I actually got a text from a friend who was in Frankfurt listening to it on the um, oh, yeah. on the app. And that rem- and he texted me that he was doing that. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's on. So I watched it. So Hawks came through 21 points. So that's Carlton's best loss to Hawthorne in years. Because mm, mm. um, if you remember last time when we were at a game together yeah. at Carlton Hawthorne, we were down by 100 points at three-quarter time, Yeah, which wasn't great. So no. to keep it under three figures, mm. big victory for uh, the Blue Baggers. Uh, Freo won by 10 goals over Richmond. Yep. Uh, North beat the Saints. Uh, big win by Adelaide, 100 points. Yeah. Smashed them. And Two Sydney, super goals. And Sydney beat Port Adelaide. They did. In uh, torrential conditions. Yeah. I d- I th- all the grounds look really nice. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah. And so they should. Although, did you see the Sakilda player hit the fence against North Melbourne? He no. got a little bit of a nudge and basically went through a picket fence. It was pretty ah, awesome. Yelch. Yeah. Uh, but you want that kind of stuff. That's what that's what regular grounds are for. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, a kid just raked oh, his H&S. face with his boots. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of failures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like what they do at ANZ Stadium. Yeah. We need to put more of them around the ground. Yeah. Give failure something to you know, have to avoid. Well, yeah, like concrete just before you hit the fence. Yeah. So you slip and yeah. then you spike your spine yeah. on a picket. <laughs> the good old days. And then an old man comes down and puts a rug over it. <laughs> <laughs> and some of that magic spray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we've got uh, a few games next week um, to kind of round off the adventures. It's but there's, is there, there's three rounds. Each team plays three games, yeah, is that correct? I believe, I'm, I believe that's correct. In various different parts of Australia. Yes. Yeah. Well, next week, Carlton are playing Essendon at uh, Princess Park. So oh, I'm really? going to head down to that oh, one. Oh, that'd I think, be cool. I, th- I reckon that will almost be a sellout because 
every Carlton fan's going to want to go back there. This yep. is the spiritual home of yep. the Blues, and yep. that's where we still train. And I think because Essendon are so close, oh yeah, I'll of just course. jump on a train, get on a bus, get Wondering. a tram. Yeah, that's going to be great during the day or at night. Uh, oh, no. day. Yeah. I don't think they've got night facilities. No, I don't think or they not, do. not ones that you'd play footy under. Yeah. Oh, that, I actually might wander down for that as well. Come on down, mate. Do you ever see a day when the Blue Baggers go back there? Hopefully not, but, uh, you know, the way we're tracking, absolutely. Mm. But what about playing, you know, your GWSs and the like? The... I mean, I, I th- is, it, is it too big for a boutique stadium? Let's get onto that. How many would it fit now? About 25? Yeah, I would say so. 25, yeah. 30. I think it's perfect as a, as a, uh, a third stadium in Melbourne. Is it in good condition? Like, is the yeah, well, they recently been... refurbed it. So okay. probably behind one end of the goals where Carlton train and where all their uh, fitness equipment is, yep. there's no stadiums, uh, like seating as such. Yep. But then around the rest of the ground, they still play TAC games and all that kind of How stuff. How will it there. affect Cooters Fit Club? Because they do Cooters Fit Club down there. Yeah, not in the ground, though. Yeah, so they'll just have to run around people. I don't think it will. I, I think Cooter, he will just in, incorporate that into his thing. Hmm, like run head around down the people. And you get a free shake afterwards. Yeah. It's a pretty good deal. You get everything. And then you go to the game. I think it's free, actually, as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's oh, free. Cooter you doesn't get a free charge shake. anything. That's yeah. why he's, uh, he's uh, stone cold broke. Because oh, huh. he hasn't really thought it through. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, I'm going to head down to it. I think it'd be great. Yep. And in Adelaide, they played at Unley, which is just a local footy ground, isn't it? Mm, yeah. They, they look great. They all look really good. Yeah, they do. Blacktown look really good too. Yeah. yeah. There was no one on one side of the ground, but then there was a few people on the other side. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, football was alive and well in Sydney. <laughs> well, it, it also looks good, you know, when you can, and I know you can see it at the Adelaide Oval, but just trees in the background. Yeah. Just go, it takes you back. Yeah. No, it takes you back pretty. to the good old days when there were trees around. Hey, uh, we haven't talked about this guy for a while. Mm. Hey. Oh, it's good. We're talking footy. That means we have to talk Essendon. <laughs> talk Essendon. Yeah. So the Bombers have appealed. Good on them. All 34 of them. I think they have, have they all gone in together again? I I think they have, actually. Yeah. And I, I think I speak for all football fans everywhere when I say, let's drag this thing out a bit more. Yeah. If, is, if this is finished before 2019, I'll be pretty angry. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've set ourselves up for a verdict, but they're not real verdict. We, we want it to drag on. It's like, uh, it's like a soapy. Yeah. Yeah. And they give you a little bit of a cliffhanger and you yeah. go, oh, is it over? And then it comes back. Yeah, they kind of look, they do a kind of a, a very serious look off screen. Yeah. And the music builds and then we're back in court. Yeah, we're back in court. And this time it's in Switzerland. Do you think the players are a little bit disappointed that it's in Switzerland? Like, that's not your go-to because they've got a year off. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine they're going to go to oh, okay. part of it. But you'd want like maybe New York or yeah. if there was the court of Cancun. Oh, I would have thought uh, Vegas. Yeah, see, why not have, have a court in Vegas? Yeah. Have that. You can have it at any time of the... Although you, you don't really want WADA and ASADA in Vegas, do you? <laughs> can these players get tested while they're suspended? Uh, I'd imagine so. Because they're not allowed to do anything else related to football. They mm. can't coach, they can't play. Mm. They so can't therefore, even, they're no, not footballers at all for a year. They're not allowed to read the record. That's how serious it gets. Wow. Yeah. That's unbelievable. So they can't look at a player's... Uh, Player profile. Yeah. Can't even do it. Can't even take a guess. Not even. I so mean, if they mention the words... Favourite film. We know that. But no, but if they say the words Shawshank Redemption not like to watch. Loud, not like to watch the Shawshank Redemption. Oh. You'll notice it won't be on Channel 9 at all this year. That's okay. You yeah. can't do that to the It's players. brutal. It's cruel. It's so cruel. No wonder they're appealing. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot go a year without watching Shawshank Redemption. Because yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, what... What's under the poster of Rita Hayworth? Yeah, no, it's a fucking hole. Sorry for anyone who's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hurdy was in court because he wants to get money for uh, the insurance company. Yeah, they're saying they're not going to pay because they say no, insurance is only for when people sue you, but yeah. you were the one being the active because he had to pay the costs for Asada, which were well. around seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, weren't they? Hell, it'd be good to be a lawyer, wouldn't it? I believe it would. Be, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, but Hurdy had a mystery benefactor. 
Yeah, got rid of it in court. They didn't say who it was, but mm-hmm. someone gave him... Um, someone paid his costs. $750,000. That's not bad, is it? Who, who could that be? Who would the mystery benefactor be? Well, everyone pointed immediately to Paul Little. Yeah. Australia's favourite golem impersonator. Mm. But then on the flip side, didn't he not want Hurdy to go to court? And so... Well, initially, but then they all... Oh, who would it be? Who's a big Essendon supporter? Mm. Uh, Jennifer Kite. Is she the number one ticket holder? Who's the number one ticket holder at Essendon? Uh, can we name? Can you name the number one guy? ticket holders of each club? Uh, Mel Doyle at the Giants. Is she? Yeah, well, she's at least the ambassador or something. Is she still there, though, while she got axed from Sunrise? I reckon. Well, she's done better now. She doesn't have to get up at four in the morning. Yeah. She's doing Sunday night. She's, she's doing, yeah, she's doing very well, Mel Doyle. Yeah. Um, let me think. Geelong was... Uh, was Jeff Kennett's? I think Daryl Summers might be for a while. Oh, okay, yeah, he was for a little while. Wasn't yeah, he, he might still be. Yeah, I remember seeing Daryl out on the ground after the 2011 Grand Final. Really? Yeah, he still and gets. He, to and them. he was in the rooms and stuff okay. like that. Yeah, and I would imagine would Molly be St Kilda's? I have to be, surely. Yeah, surely. Spiritual leader. Yeah, yeah. El McPherson was at one stage for who? For St Kilda. Really? Yeah, this like back in the 90s. Or yeah, something. okay. I think they tried to rebrand themselves as like the Southern Saints or something. Yeah, but anyway, she was. Um, Geez, the players would have been wrapped with that. Gee, number one, number one of the Blues, Mick Gatto. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Possibly, I actually I don't know who the number one ticket mm. holder for the Blues. What about the Hawks? Because um, you would say Jeff Kennett's the most outspoken, but he was once the president, so yeah. he wouldn't be number one ticket holder. Pat Cash. Pat oh yeah, Ca- Pat Cash would have had a run for a while. Surely, yeah, absolutely. Maybe the Pooh when they cared about him. Yeah, nah, no, mate. Uh, the Buffs and the Pooh at, at the club, they yeah. have kind of you know embraced him a little bit. Yeah, well, someone needs to bring out the towels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doggies would be, uh, oh, Julia Gillard. Of course, she would have been the she highest. Should have taken profile. over from Russell Gilbert. Yeah. I would imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Carlton is Andy Lee. Although I mean, he does a lot for the club. But That's true. Uh, well, maybe Hamish is over at Melbourne then. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, we're working it out. So didn't mention our names, did we? No. People, people missed out. I'll be happy at number two. Look, I'll, I'll be number one ticket holder at uh, Gold Coast. Oh, yeah. Although that would probably that would probably be a, like a Bandito or a Comanchero. <laughs> <laughs> Someone that uh, Carmichael Hunt's dragged into the club, just a mate of his. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I don't know uh, if we're going to get a resolution about Hurdy. Um, I think the court case is still going. Oh, it'd have to be. But I, I would love to know, why does it have to be a mystery benefactor? Why can't he just say so-and-so gave me the money? Why are they trying to hide? Mm. Is it dirty money? Oh. It would be. It'd have to be. To keep this story going the way it's going, it would be dirty money. Yeah. Filthy, laundered, laundered money. Laundered money, yes. In, in the back door of Crown. Yeah. Cleaned, washed. Washed. <laughs> and then out. With a $750,000 yeah. chip, which Hurley just puts down in front yeah. of his insurance company. Let's take this. Um, so the players, uh, they are going to try and um, stay fit. And uh, your friend, mm. Mick Malthouse. Oh, yeah, he's going to keep him fit. Put his hand up to coach them. Good on him. Out of the goodness of his heart. The goodness of his heart. Yeah. And he just, he doesn't even care about money. That's the thing about Mickey Malthouse. Doesn't care. I mean, sure, he put a million-dollar price tag on it. Yep. But he doesn't, he doesn't care about it. He just goes, oh, guys, if you want, I'll throw up a figure. Yeah. I'll just throw a figure out, yeah. Uh, uh, a million. Just off the top of my head. Uh, it's a nice round number. Yeah, nice round number. It's seven <laughs> figures. I love seven. Lucky number. Yep. Seven figures. Million dollars. Myself, David Butterfant are mm. going to come and mm. keep you guys fit in the 12 months. And then the players. So that the players would have gone, okay, we get it. Hmm. So David Butterfin, he's the uh, fitness, fitness guy, mm-hmm. yep. and, they, and they go, yep, yep, that's right. And they go, okay, Mick, wh- what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm, I'm standing beside David. 
Like when he says do a burpee, I'm yelling, do a burpee! <laughs> and I go, okay, that, and that's worth how much? A million, <laughs> just top of my head. Just a, I worked it out. So there's 12 uh, current players because there's yeah. 34 who were suspended. 12 oh, players course, who are yeah. still going. So that's $80,000 for an Essendon player yep. to train with Malthouse and Butterfant for a season. Worth every cent, I think. You think? Worth every cent. Okay. Yeah. How much would you pay? To uh, train with Mick Maltas and David Butterfield. Limitless amount of money. Yeah, okay. Name me price, Mick. I don't care. Yeah. If you just get a, get a whistle. Well, you'd pay me dollars for you. Yeah. Just you alone. Yeah, yeah. I regularly catch up with Mick, actually. Did yeah. I tell you that? I've never told you that? No, no. No, I regularly have training sessions with Mick. Yeah. Oh, you do look good. Yeah, no, we go down to Princess Park. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of demons from there. Yeah, yeah. But in the in kind of ovals over the yeah. road, not the actual thing. Yeah. And you he, just... loved, he loved the walk. He yeah. loved the walk through town. Well, he used to walk through East Melbourne, yeah. past the MCG. Yeah, he Past all those it. games in yeah. the walk. So. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so, yeah, I catch up with Mick and we uh, kick the ball around. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not, I can't, no one kicked two, so it's just telling me chasing, really. Yep, yep. Well, you just play kick to kick with him, like Daisy used to. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. every now and then we do. Yeah, we have a bit of a... Bit well, because he said to Daisy, if you come to Carlton, I'll get you 750000 we can just play kick to kick yep. in the change rooms. Yep. And you don't have to do anything. You don't yep. even have to go out in the field mm-hmm. for most of the games. Just wander around. You'll be fine. Yeah, so actually, I'm reminded, but I've got to, I've got to, we better wrap up shortly because I've got a session with Mick. With Mick? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, after what this. Do, you, do you think, though, like, with Mick, it goes beyond the sporting realm? Mm-hmm. Like he can't. He, all right, he'll teach you how to stay fit because he's a fit. He's a fit man. Yeah, he's a young yeah. man. He's he's the fittest he's ever been. Yeah, yeah. he was a terrible Richmond player because he was so unfit. He had the body of a sixty-five year old. But now he can go beyond that. Like he can teach them uh, how to be curt with uh, sports reporters. Yes, he can teach them how to ruin their own careers with a phone call through to SEN. Yep, how to abuse uh, St Kilda players. And yeah, then say you yeah, didn't exactly. Do it. Yeah, calling them rapists. He can uh, yeah just get stuck. He can teach them so much more than the players actually know themselves. It's not about the physical. It's about the mental, yeah, growing them as men. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. They will come out uh, better, worse people than they are now. What do you think they do though? Do they start training now? Well, from what I'm reading, they're saying that they should take a break. Okay, clear the head, Michael. Yeah, clear the head. Get zen. Go so, overseas for three or four months. Come back in June or July. Start their pre-seasons. Yeah. So they would have come back to training, and then so when did they make the announcement? Was that about December? Yeah, I think it was. was it yeah, before the, before Christmas there. Yeah? And then, uh, so there would have been no, training. maybe it was the start of January, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think confused. it was this year. Uh, so they would train for a couple of months. So yeah, so they'd had, have a pre-season under their belt. They would have September and October off. Yeah. And then they probably back November, December. Yeah. And so now what are we, they've had another month and a half off maybe. Yeah. Yeah, or running around. Where's Job? Is he in Australia? I don't know. Yeah. Where, when's he, because they've delayed since they've put on the appeal, they've delayed his... Uh, Brownlow thing. Yeah, he's Brownlow. He doesn't mm. have to go. Like, he would have written that out. Another thing that he's wasted his time yeah. with. He would have written around, uh, dear uh, Mr. Gill, yeah. I would love to keep my Brownlow yeah. sign. Yeah, Joe Watson. Yeah. And now, what a waste of time. Go and have the meeting. Yeah. What a weird meeting. They should have ta- they should, they should held it, take it off him, and yeah. then if he gets found out guilty, give it back to him. Oh, you know where you <laughs> hold it? Halftime grand final. Ah, oh. they're out for a year. You want okay. your, you want your halftime entertainment. You've got go. Joby on the big screen, yeah, yeah. in the middle of the G. This is nice. And he's saying, and the crowd votes. Yep. <laughs> so you got about like ninety five thousand people. Yeah, we he all needs, get a little little buzz up. Yeah, yeah. He needs a forty eight thousand majority. Yep. <laughs> and that way you get to keep your brown low. So then he's earned it. Yep. yep. Forty eight thousand people believe. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He, the whole commission sits out on one table yeah. and he gets a single chair. Yes. And he's got to talk to them. Yep. Plead, plead his case. Plead his case, and but whether I, or not that takes like ten I, minutes or but half I like, an hour. But I like being a Berlin medalist. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Look, I, I, I kissed it. You can't take something off me that I've kissed. And Trent Conchin, uh, Trent Conchin and uh, uh, Sam Mitchell uh-huh. oh. standing behind him. 
So it's a debate. No, as soon as they make the announcement, straight yeah, away, he has to, they're into it. He has to walk up and he has to put it over their neck. I like it. Yeah, I like it. What if, what if it was a debate? Mm-hmm. So they're on one side saying why they should keep yeah. it, and he's on the other side saying why they should keep it. Again, it's a vote. Yep. Yep. Just a bit of entertainment. Like, don't make it behind closed doors. We want to see this process unfold. Yeah. The Oxford Dictionary defines Brownlow Medal as the yeah. yeah. And best and fairest. Mm. And didn't say, you know, fullest of juice. Yeah. Nowhere does it say that on the Brownlow. No, no, no. Um, that's that's awesome. Mm. Hey, uh, Carlton has a uh, a fat club. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds like a nightclub. Fat club. I'd go oh, I would fat, go there. I'd go to fat club. Yep. Uh, fat club um, players with uh, more than twelve percent body fat. Uh huh. That's a lot. Have to go to a fat club. Oh. Uh, to reduce their skin folds and improve running times before they're allowed to join the main group. Oh, so they're ostracised from the main team. They're, they they're cast aside, yeah. segregated, if mm, you will. Yeah. Fatties, the Boombas. Kicked off to the uh, Fat Club. And yeah. There were 10 players at, at the worst, had 10 players in it during pre-season. Uh-huh. And uh, surely Lance Whitnell, number one ticket holder. <laughs> <laughs> well, well Colin Zuriars, if he could come back yeah. to the top-up player. You uh, know who those 10 players were training with over the summer? Uh? Mick Malthouse. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't do it very well. And so they had... Uh, now that I think now they were down to about two. Oh, when this article came out, they were down to about one or two. So, okay. So Fuck. imagine being the last out. player in Fat Club. I'd be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be so embarrassing. Forty-four blokes running around, and you're just doing laps like a little tubby pudding running around the the, the boundary. How much is twelve uh, percent body fat? Well, I think it differs from person to person, but you know they do those caliper tests yeah. on your on your little tum tum. Yeah. And I imagine it's. A lot less than what I am pinching yeah. right now because okay. they don't drink as much as I do on a Saturday night. <laughs> so I, I guess it's uh, if you want to put it in scales of football, it's below Whitnell. Yep. Uh, a little bit above, who would you say, Ben Cousins? Because yeah. he would have been close to one or two. Yeah, he would have been ripped, yeah. So who would you say? What would be uh, your kind Stewie of... Stewie Jew. What about Stewie Jew? Would he be above 12? He would be above 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that grand, 2008 grand final. Yeah. He was running, I reckon, at about, say, 45% fat. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. And that was like, he had to lose 20 to get even back into the, ga- into the game. 20 kilos. Yeah. Wow, he, he had put a on good 20. season. Yeah. That's incredible. Don't you love it? You know, when you see uh, had He had a whole year off or he had just, uh, just that off season? No, I think he had a year off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think you're right too, yeah. I think he went over to... Didn't he have a girlfriend? He went over to LA. Yes, I think so. I think he got talked out of... And got I think she might have gone out with Russell Brand or something as well. Therese, Therese Palmer? Therese Palmer? I don't know. Yeah? No. Not Richard Branson. I think he. I think. He, well, I think he. They broke up with her, and then was like, "What do I do? I play footy." Did a lot of comfort eating, and then was yeah. like, "Clarko, knock, knock on the door. Do you want a flag? Thank you very much." Broke up with my girlfriend. Think I win a flag? Should we do? He's had the best five minutes of his footy life, and that includes the 04 Grand Final. Right. That's little commentary. Yeah, no, it's always good. <laughs> so he would have been. Jew, running... hard to move in that situation. Yeah. Okay. He would have been running at uh, forty. What do you reckon? Whitnell would have been up around. Because remember, he went to a fat farm. He did a, a fat farm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember being at the grand final. It would have been uh, 99, and someone in the crowd when Whitnell came by, someone called out, uh, go and have a Big Mac, Whitnell. Got him. And I just had this massive craving for a Big Mac for the, <laughs> for the rest of the yeah, day. I think that was half for you, so did Lance. <laughs> uh, but I like it. Brennan Bolton bring a bit of, you know, hard and toughness down to the blues. We need that. We yeah. don't want any tubbies down there. We want no. all rakes, yeah. skinny people running around. I mean, Jack Silvani, he, he's he's well underweight. He needs to get into Fat Club. Mm, yeah. No, we I need think to some of the youngsters. Him up. But I was happy with what I saw from the Blues in the first and last quarters, except that uh, they let that Liam Jones guy out in the field, and that's got to stop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Put him in the Fat Club. Just get him out of the club. It's hey, all fine. Uh, Dennis Committee's going to retire, Adam. 
It's yeah. a sad day, isn't it? Oh, no. Oh. No. You know what? Don't care, mate. Oh. Don't care. Don't care, but be, you know, these little quotes. Yeah. Marsha Rona and... Not going to miss you know, him. Misty optically and... No. So you're all too planned. Everyone thinks, oh, Cometti, but he writes his material. Okay. You and I, we're just coming off the cuff. My understanding was that the, actually the whole commentary team scripted. From start to finish? Yeah, they have writers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so every word is scripted. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's hell of a hell of a memory. They've got to you know, oh, learn, yeah, yeah, learn yeah, it no, on a Thursday night. Because well. they can only do it when the teams come in. Yeah. So they've got to write it in one night. They've it's, done. They're very good writers. I mean, I think we... Uh, we're going to interview over the comedy festival the guy who wrote Delicious. Oh yeah, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, Because they had to fire that guy last year when he did the big poofter thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's inappropriate, mate. Yeah, yep. you got to go. You got to get out of here. <laughs> so are you going to miss Dennis Comedy? Are you? Oh, I don't mind him. I don't mind him. I'm. Uh, he's been along around a long, long time. I think he it's has. 1988. I think when he first appeared. You know what I like is when he does stuff that's sort of subtle and thought of, and they don't make such a big deal of it. But mm-hmm. then when they carry on and like, oh, good one, Dan, and uh, all yeah. this kind of stuff, you're yeah. like, all right, fucking yeah. get on with the game. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, He'd be loaded. He'd be have so much money, wouldn't he? Yeah, how many freaking fly points would he have? Oh, dude, because yeah. every week, every week he's been coming over. Yep. Um, and then also doing the radio and stuff as well. Yes. And so I think he read the news for a long time, the sport oh. in Channel uh, in Perth and Channel 7. Yeah. But I think Basil Zemplis is now uh, taking his uh, wow. spot. Is he knifing him? Is what? Basil... Slowly moving out the old bloke. Oh, ha- it'd have to, to be. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, Does he hate him? Do you I've, reckon they hate I've each other? I've been suspect on Zemplis for years. Yeah. yeah. He's trying to be a new Cometti, isn't he? Yeah, coming in, yeah. Yeah, Basil's Zem- He's like a Dennis Cometti, you know, 2.0. Yeah. I we, don't like it. We haven't quite warmed to Basil yet. Nah. So who do they bring in? So, the, so he does Friday and he does Sunday? Is that right? When, when does he do Triple M? Is that Saturday? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. So he probably thinks Melbourne's like the best town in the world because he only sees it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes back to Perth and it's just shit. It's just always traffic in Perth when he's there. Um, so they have Bristol on Saturday night. And so he's made that his own. And Luke Darcy. Yeah, and Darcy. Yeah. And Cameron Ling. Uh, yeah, Lingy there and Richo. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Friday night is uh, Hamish. Uh and Bruce, maybe? No, it's Bruce and Dennis. Bruce and Dennis. Yeah. Is Hamish not there riding a boundary? Or no, something? maybe Hamish does Sundays. Okay. Yes, yeah. possibly. Yeah, I think Hamish does a Sunday, actually. Oh, he's got a big Sunday then. Yeah. He so does a, the talking, what's a, what's their seven morning Sunday show? Uh, the Game Day. Game Day. Yeah. He does Game Day. Yeah, and I think Hamish does Sunday. Yeah, he does. does, does he Sunday? owns Sunday. But does Bruce do Sunday as well? No, I don't think so. Lethal does Sunday. Oh, we, we watch it every, yeah, every know, week. We can't tell. Um, so uh, they talk about maybe um, bringing in Hamish or uh, Das maybe to support Bruce. I would go with probably uh, Hamish is more your caller. Das is more your uh, special comments, isn't he? Uh, well, he does call though. Yeah, yeah, he, he does, does call. A bit of a combo. I'd bring in Rex, get him back. Would you? Yeah. What about Lou Richards? Yeah, I thought Lou too. Get him back. Peter Landy. Peter Landy. Oh, Peter Landy. Get What's Peter Landy back. Days? What about? Remember that guy from the the nineties who was everywhere? Was it Ian Robertson? Yeah, yeah. What happened to him? They I was really sure. I kind of disappeared, didn't, didn't he? Yeah. Because he was there for a long time. He yeah, called grand finals. Not even subtly. He was on everything. Yeah. Every game you watch from the 90s, yeah. he calls pretty much every game. Yeah, he was. And then they just, what, who did he sleep with? What went wrong <laughs> there, Robbo? Wasn't he a Carlton player? I believe he was, yeah. 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 Disappeared. Just He'd gone. probably be getting on now, though. Yeah. We'll probably discover that he's uh, dead. But, oh. Um, oh. yeah, I don't think, that's what ha- that, don't think that's why he's gone. We'll get, we'll get Peter Landy, though. Yeah, Peter Landy and um, Bruce. Oh, what a combination! Yeah, We've been like waiting it. for that all our life. Yeah, yeah. I would like. I love Peter Landy. Hmm. Everyone loves him. Um, do you remember when he kicked that kid? 
Peter Landy? Yeah. No. He's in the grand final coverage, I believe. And the kid's like uh, uh, jumping up and down in front of the camera. Yeah. And he just kicks one just to get him out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough of that these yeah, days. Yeah, sometime in the 70s, I think it was. Yeah. I love that. Um, but he was the face of everything for a long time, wasn't he? Isn't it, isn't it amazing how you can be the face of something and then you're just gone? Like Drew Morfitt was Mr. Channel 7 and mm. now, yeah. disappointingly, not even calling ABC games. Yeah, I mean, he, didn't he get retrenched from ABC? Was yeah. he caught up in the budget cuts? But yeah. he, he eked out another good 10, 15 years at the ABC, didn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. And he's great. He's a great caller. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Now he's on the winners. Got yes. the phone call on the winners. Yep. It's a charming it. show. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, would you like to walk around the roof of the MCG, Adam? Again? Yeah. Without being shot at by snipers? Yes, I would. I would this time, yeah. Because they uh, have a skywalk. They're planning to get a skywalk. So you can essentially walk across the top of the new stand, I think. Ah, uh, so above the members. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let me just get my bearings of where Punt Road is. Punt Road, City End. So Punt Road, if you're in the members, is to your left. Yep, you walk around the, right. the members' stand, yeah. Yeah, okay, that would be pretty cool. Do they do it like, uh, can it be during a game, like for three-quarter time, can Carlton fans go up there and just jump? Yeah. <laughs> just have some fun up there? Are they going to have to lock it off? Yeah. <laughs> but I, don't, I, don't, I mean, how far can you see from the top of the roof of the G? Like, I know they're trying to compare it to the Harbour Bridge. Yeah, stall, yeah, yeah. But is it as good? I can look out at it. The Hilton? Yeah, that would be nice. Jollymont Station, see Captain, when the next train's Captain coming. Captain Cook's Cottage. Yeah. Looks beautiful. Yeah, it Looks is. beautiful from 75 metres yeah. up in the air. <laughs> uh, it's going to cost $2.5 million. Wow, that's expensive war. Yeah, I know. I yeah. only heard he could Bust afford to do check, that. Yeah. House. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're talking about having a possible zip line. This I love. Yeah, so is it, is it a zip line in terms of it goes across? Yeah, it goes across the G. The highway. Yeah. Or do you fly down to the ground? No, you go from stand to stand. Go from one ground to the one side to the other. Yeah. That's incredible. That would be pretty amazing to do. I would never even dream of doing anything like that. I'm, I can't believe they're even thinking of offering it. This yeah. is as, this is up there with the uh, the gabatoir lion on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Have a lion underneath the zip yeah, line. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you you get to walk up there and then you get to fly across the other side. Yeah. Oh, how Which would be pretty amazing because remember they did those kind of zipliney things to bring in the the Premiership Cups. Yeah, a few they do that every ago. now and then. Yeah, Rashudo, Hurdy. Yeah, Hurdy yeah. brought in a cup and yeah. he thought, ah, oh, this this flying thing's good. I... They've brought it down from in a helicopter before. Aren't there zipline? Aren't there kind of a bar line rope lines over the top? Don't they to stop seagulls? Keep birds out. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if they're still there. Yeah, okay. I think they gave up on that because it was uh, fucking useless. And then when they have the uh, that camera as well. Oh, spider cam. Yeah, sky cam. Sky cam, I think. Yeah, yeah one of those cams. Yeah. So that would be there'd be ropes there anyway already. Yeah, I would have thought so. So maybe you just zip across with spider cam. Just yeah. <laughs> it, it films the terror on Film your, your face. last moments. Yeah, <laughs> as you realise you're going to smash into the southern stand. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I wonder how much that would cost to, to set to up, get up there, or oh, no, to, to go on. What would you pay? Well, if you were... Because a lot of people would want to do it. If you're not afraid of heights or dying... Yeah, okay. If I did want to do it, I think you'd have to pay... 80? Would you yeah. be okay with 80? Yeah, okay. Yeah. How much is the bridge climb? I genuinely have no idea. I yeah. would say triple figures to get on the Harbour Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's got to be cheaper than that then. Yeah. Yeah. So I would go... Yeah, I would say around... Hover around $80 I would happily pay. Yep. And then you can say, I've been on the ground, I've yep. been in the stands, and I've been on top of the ground. Yep. I mean, dreams come true, people. <laughs> sure can. <laughs> hey, uh, actually, on top of that, in innovation in Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, a few people pointed out to us, uh, and we've mentioned it before, but the uh, Royal uh, Melbourne Park precinct. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a good precinct. Is that your favourite precinct in Melbourne? I think so, yeah. I mean, I, I do have quite a few favourite for precincts in Yeah, in, in, it's, it's better than Melbourne, the Docklands precinct. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. I like this precinct. Um, and... 
they're going to build a footbridge. Oh. So it's near Rod Laver Arena. I mean, this is in our wheelhouse. Yes. So even better than that, we're going to get to pick the name of the footbridge. Like oh. We're going to take suggestions and votes from the public. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, hashtag name the bridge competition. Gives you the opportunity to this make... Is genu- this is genuine, isn't it? Yeah, you get to make suggestions for the bridge's permanent title. You could name the new entry to Melbourne Park. So okay. obviously, obviously, obviously. The junk time footbridge. The junk time footbridge. How could it not be? I, I don't know why it hasn't already been. Yeah, put why through. is it not locked in? Why is it put to the vote? Yeah, I'm what not is sure this why. fucking Job's Brownlow? <laughs> this should just happen. Yeah, so the junk time footbridge. Now, people want to get out there. I think it's, hash, it's uh, namethebridge.com. And I think even hashtag name the bridge. You could probably send that through. They're probably keeping an eye on that stuff. Yeah. So the junk time footbridge. You have to give a reason because junk time's awesome. Well, is there is there a Twitter thing that uh, people can hit up? Because I know someone sent us the tweet. Well, I think it's hashtag name the bridge. Well, but they that, have that's to put what, in. That's the... what they're kind of talking about. Well, you go to the website and you can put your entry in. Yeah, I think right. That's probably the official proce- process. Uh, and you can win two free tickets to an event of the winner's choice at any venue across the precinct. And two tickets to the Australian Open next year. Okay, so you've got choice of football, yeah. choice of cricket, mm. a choice of basketball, yeah. tennis, and soccer, and or rugby, rugby union. Oh, okay, yeah, you've got everything. Because yeah. it's a precinct, mate. It's a yeah. huge precinct. <laughs> okay, well, what would you pick? I'd pick... Uh, uh, I'd pick the mixed doubles finals. Yep. Under 19s. Yeah, the juniors. The juniors. Yeah. yeah, junior yeah. mixed doubles, I think. Yep. That would be great because... Yep. I mean, can you? I can't even put a price on those tickets. Yep. So to get them for free, I'd pick anything that Henri Leconte is uh, in, like Legend Store. Oh yeah, because like, when he pulls out the big racket, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, again, that kind of comedy is priceless. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't uh, either that can't or uh, I forgot basketball. Um, mm. oh, and also netball. Netball's played at high centres as well. Oh, isn't actually, it? I'd go to netball. Netball's really fun. Yeah, yeah, pack crowds. Mm. Um, Great but, atmosphere. What, what are the Melbourne teams in the NBL? So there's. Formerly the Tigers. They're United now, are they? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Melbourne, Melbourne United, United, I think. Yeah. yeah. Is there another one? Uh, North Melbourne Giants. Are they still there? I don't know. Yeah. South East Melbourne are. Spectres. Yep. Do the uh, Cairns Taipans, is that us? I think they're still around. Okay. The Cairns Taipans. I, I, I definitely think they're still around. And then there's the Townsville Crocs. Yep. Which Singapore is just a giant pair slingers. of shoes. Yeah, Singapore Slingers. They're good. <laughs> um, okay, so everyone, namethebridge.com. Get the Junk Time Footbridge going. I... I would love for them to be bombarded. So this is going up. This will be up Monday morning. If they can get bombarded on a fri- on a Monday morning mm-hmm. with junk time, they're just going to have to feel the weight of the people. The people have spoken. Well, the people have spoken, yeah. I mean, you've got you to do what the people say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also... Um, oh, actually, that's a good question, actually, Adam. Because mm-hmm. Gil... Gil hang on, hang on. Is, this, is there notice on this? No, actually. Oh. <laughs> Sorry Man, to do this to you. out of the pump here. Because Gil has been a bit uh, non-committal. About whether we're going to have a twilight grand final or a midnight mm. grand final. Mm. Where do you where do you stand in this situation? Well, I guess you want to do your MCG rooftop walk mid afternoon, I would say, which yep. means that you'd need a twilight grand final to get all those out of the way because you'd want everyone who's going to the game. Yeah, you go up, do your walk, go to your seat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you got to get ninety five thousand people through. <laughs> so it's probably like an eleven p.m. game. Okay. A later one, yeah. yeah okay, so yeah. what's that finishing around about two a.m.? How good? That's perfect. Just and into White Night rolls into White Night <laughs> in Melbourne, so nothing shuts down. Yeah, it's yeah. just party time. Keep the trance going. Keep yeah, the trance going. Yeah, and if you're having trouble sleeping, just go to some Collingwood players, get some Clembuterol, mm-hmm. 
and load up for the night. I'm a bit the other way around. Oh, I yeah? think we should try and capitalise that American market. So I reckon about being a 9am start. Oh, yeah. so they can watch it live. Yeah, so they can so watch it in prime York, time. Yeah, yeah, you can watch it in prime idea. time. It's so probably about 7 o'clock. Well, there. they want to tap into international markets, so why wouldn't you? Like, we're all going to watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. And when I was in... Uh, and also, 9am start means that you don't have to wait so long for it to happen. Yeah. You know, you, you can wake up, up and you... Straight away you go well, there. No, no, no. You watch, you've watched your footy replay. Mm. The, so marathon. Your marathon. Mm. You go straight from, you know, the 66 last quarter yep, again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Straight into a modern day game. Yeah. From black and white to colour. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's surprising that they haven't actually... They, they begin to, to um, shake, aren't they? Like they've very, very much been day grand final, day grand final, day grand final. And now they're beginning to kind of... Oh, maybe... We'll what well, is a weird thing? Like they talk about, uh, you know, it's, it's better for... for I guess for families, people won't be as drunk because mm. it's later in the day and it's better for, you know, TV purposes. But are more people going to tune in because it's at night? Like, yeah. do, you, do people not watch the grand final because they go, oh, two in the other? Yeah, that's... No, a, no. Yeah, I find it weird. If you're going to watch it, you're going to watch it. I'm going to be out painting the fence. But then they talk, talk about how... they on the lawns, Michael. They talked about... Well, they compared the Super Bowl and they said the Super Bowl looked spectacular because it's a bit dark. Well, it wasn't dark. It wasn't but it usually in San dark. Francisco, yeah. yeah. But, um... Is it only Jim's mowing that it affects? Those blokes out in a Saturday <laughs> afternoon going, fuck this. Well, that's the thing. Like, but what, why, are you really, why, why are you really caring about the, the, the show as such? Like, care about yeah. the game. I don't care really about ca- the game. I don't care about who's singing at halftime or before the game or whatever. Doesn't like matter that. to me. I don't care that fireworks don't work. Yeah, had fire- I went to the ninety-one grand final. They had fireworks yeah. before the game. Yeah. Terrible. And also, like, didn't we, bother me. We need to get over the idea that we're going to have Beyonce and Coldplay yes. and the like. like yeah, they're not going to come and do it. So yeah, meatloaf at night is the same as meatloaf in the day. Yeah, we just get local people. But I mean, NRL had chisel, but you can't have chisel every year. No, you can't. I mean, you can. You should, but you know, yeah. they're not going to. They yeah. want variety. You need to mix it up. You need Jessica Malboy to pull out the last second. Oh, it will be. It will be Malboy again, you know, next year or whatever. That kind of thing. I, what, what are your thoughts on it? Give me your take on it. Do I reckon, you, do you want... I like day, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't get into tradition or anything like that. But, but see, Twilight, like... Michael, it, it, it traverses both. A little bit of day, a little bit of night. Yeah, well, I think I just like 2.30 or whatever it is. And see, again, if it's Twilight, what if you love a good sunset? Um, You're fucked. But also I thought of that about players. So if you play at night, so yeah. it finishes quarter to 11. Yeah. Um, do they then have a function at Crown? Do they? Because they're not getting out of there till after midnight. Well, ruins a function. You got to do your, uh, you got to do your cool down. You got to do your stretches. Yeah. You got to go on the bay. Yeah. You got to hug your family. You yep. got to go. Yeah. You know. You got to say, I can't believe we've won four in a row. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. And then you got to show up again at midday at Glenferry. That's too tough. <laughs> It's too tough. No, think of those Hawthorne players, <laughs> AFL. Just put the little people first. Um, I'm happy where it is. I like it. Haven't they moved it? What time does it start now? 2.40? Yeah, something like that. Close to yeah, 3 o'clock? Yeah. So I was in Dubai for uh-huh. this year's, last year's grand final, and that was at about 8.30 or 9 o'clock in the morning. So yep. it's into the European markets that it's a little bit early. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So um, if you're trying to capture that huge Middle Eastern market, yeah. they need to move it a few hours. Hey, yeah, uh, here's a little fun one, Adam. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a story today about Jake Nail and the Age, mm-hmm. talking about the biggest stories of the last twenty years. Oh, which I found quite interesting. Okay, can I can I throw a few at you? Yeah. So you've got all twenty listed there. Yep. All right. So Wayne Carey. Yep. Probably number one. Not quite. Not but. quite. All right, Wayne Carey. Because uh, I was wondering about this with a friend the other day. I said, "Is the Essendon thing the biggest story ever?" Oh, okay. Is that in there? Yeah, that's number one. Ooh. Yeah, Wayne Carey number two. Yep. Oh, is Gary Lyon, Billy Brownless in there? Yet? Mm, 21. Maybe just didn't 21? make it quite. Yeah, okay. We've got to give you the age. Uh, history will kind of you know, dictate that one. Okay. so Well, top 10 stories. Did I say top 20 stories? Top you did 10 say stories top 20, of mate. 20 years. See, I was running 20 down to one, so mm. you've thrown me there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
What else has been huge? Carlton being stripped of... That's in there. That's number six. Cap yeah. Okay. That was pretty massive. Mm. Um, maybe Gold Coast and GWS coming in? Yeah. You're doing yeah. very well, Adam. Okay. Uh, what else has happened in the last 10 years? Hawthorne's three in a row? No. No. Okay. Hawthorne is in there for the merger. Oh, so it is last 20... Oh, so top 10 of the last 20 years. Yeah. Gotcha. Number three, Melbourne Hawks. That just fits in. Uh, what else has happened? Oh, um... Would Phil Walsh? Yep, that's number it? five. Phil Walsh, and then um, oh, I can't remember his name. The Port Adelaide player, John McCarthy. No, he wasn't in there actually. No, Jeez, that's a player dies and he doesn't get in the list. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, all Bor- right, so I've named about we've gone about five or six. Gary Greco, number ten. Uh huh. Uh huh. Boris Be- the Chicken, number nine. <laughs> <laughs> because Gabby didn't win a DJ comp, is that yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, Gabby. Gabby's debut at um, uh, Tom Hafey's funeral. Oh yeah, number ten. Eve shutting down. Eve shutting down number seven. Yeah, yep. okay, good. Yep. And good. the Albion guy burning. <laughs> burning down, yep. yep. And what about the cock shots? What about Josh Bootsman's penis? Where's that? Yep, that's uh, number 11. Didn't quite get in there. Okay. Getting quite in there. Uh, Colin Sylvia's fatness? Yep, yep. And the rebeating competition between uh, <laughs> uh, Goddard and Josh Gibson. Yeah, good. That's number two. Okay, so what else was in there? What have I missed? Um, Buddy goes to Sydney. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was uh, pretty huge. Fitzroy falling over. Was that that was ninety six, wasn't it? Yeah, and um, Eagles drama with cousins. And all oh, that jazz. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then also our interview with Jonathan Brown. Yeah, that snuck in number ten. Absolutely, <laughs> and so it should. Hey, there was a fight at Melbourne. Huge fight, yeah. rumble, a rumble, if you will. I do that love was... it when they fight. Just Viney great... and Tom McDonald had a fight uh, because uh, Viney. Um, smashed him to the ground in yeah, a tackle. It was too aggressive in an yeah. intra club match. You don't do that. No, no. I no. mean Melbourne. Players don't do that at all. Yeah. As soon as the fight started, Jack Watts was in his car. He was two kilometres away. It was. He was more stunned. He was like, what? <laughs> one of my own players well, attacked yeah. me. He ran over from training with the Casey Scorpions and said, hey, hey, guys, knock it off. Get out of it. <laughs> but it is a weird thing. <laughs> um, but I do love it when the players fight. Oh, I think it's good. I think you need to see that kind of thing. I mean, we saw it at Carlton a few years ago. Where, yeah, uh, uh, Satanta and Cloak, wasn't it? Satanta, Helbert and Cameron Cloak. Satanta yeah. kicked him while he was down. Yeah, it was a real beauty, wasn't it? Yeah, right up the, right up the pooper. He and threw him to the ground. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do love it when they have a bit of a scuffle. Um, so this wasn't a, it wasn't a fight or such, but John Brown, he got injured. Um, Matt Maguire. Oh, Goose. Yeah. The Goose hit him in the head. Yeah. You don't need to do that to Brownie. He's already got enough plates in his face. He doesn't need to be hit. In your game, did you ever have a bit of fighting between teammates? You know what? I reckon, now that I think about it, I reckon you did. When you're down to those last few, and you know you get like that little bit of an extra hard tackle at training like mm. uh, Tom McDonald did, and you just go, you know what? Fuck off, mate. I yeah. don't need this now. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to sit on the bench for half of Saturday. Yeah. I don't need this. <laughs> I can recover then. Wasn't there a story about someone we know who got punched out by there? Oh, Damien Callanan got kicked in the head. But was that by a teammate? Oh, I can't remember. We need to have him on the show. Yeah, okay. We'll find that out. Yeah, that was a good one. But... um. Wasn't Tony Lockett reported once for striking a teammate? Oh, I'm not sure. I reckon when he was at St Kilda okay. in the late 90s. Yeah, yeah. Or no, it would have been early 90s because he went to the Swannies in like 94 or 5. Yeah. I just have a slight recollection the plugger got reported or maybe it was Barry Hall. Someone got a big forward got reported for striking Hitting their own teammate. In, in a practice match. Oh, well, we can look that up. Yeah. Or if people know they want to stand that through. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of, just before we go, speaking of injuries, Jeremy Howe, he's broken his finger. He uh, was playing Frisbee and he broke his finger. He's playing Frisbee with his dog. Yeah. So I don't quite work out how that happened. Like, did the dog throw it to him? 
<laughs> and he jammed it in the turf, is what he's saying? I think, wasn't it that he went down on the ground to... His, he got his middle finger caught in the ground while yep. attempting to catch a frisbee playing with his dog at home. So I don't understand how he... Who's, who's throwing the... What is it, like a boomerang frisbee that comes back to you? How has he hurt his finger trying to catch it? Could be an incredibly clever dog. I mean, let's not yeah, put true, it past yeah. him. No, that's a very good point. We haven't spoken to the dog in all this, have no, we? Actually, the dog we probably heard, feels fucking horrible. Yeah, we haven't heard the dog side of the story. Yeah. Because there was speculation they, they had to kind of quiz him because he played cricket. Well, he was in a T20 match. He played cricket, suburban cricket, yeah. and then and then injured his hand. And they were a bit like, "Did you do that when you were playing cricket?" Well, because someone said cricket. he uh, went to catch a ball, jammed his hand trying to catch it. Yeah. Probably claimed the catch because he fucking cheat. <laughs> and someone who was there said he was holding his finger and looked like he'd bit hurt ginger. himself. Yeah. yeah. And there's no way. Like, what kind of frisbees he's throwing around? Like lead frisbees? Yeah. How heavy is his frisbee? Like, I've been hit in the face by a frisbee. I've come out of it fine. Uh-huh. Like, I oh, know I've got superhuman strength. Was well, it thrown by a dog though? No, it's a, again, you bring up the dog. That's a very good point. Because remember that time that... Uh, the dog's gone underground. We can't, we can't yeah, get can't him. Get can't get going. He, yeah. he and Danky are just underground. It's like Billy and Gary. Like, yeah. No one's done. It's talking to them. Yeah. The Channel 9 have said the dog needs time away yeah. from everything to deal with its issues. Because <laughs> remember that time Jonathan Brown got hit in the face with a Frisbee? And he ended up in hospital with half his face caved yep, in. Yep, yep. looked like a car accident, yep. Michael. It was I'm a Frisbee. Right. Yeah, Peter Caven. People say that, that it was Plugger's arm. Mm-hmm. Nah, Frisbee. Hurt his head. People say it was Mark McVeigh's uh, uh, knee. I look at the footage closely. <laughs> just come out. Just a, there's a blue healer yep. just sitting at Subiaco, just over the fence, yep. bang, in the face, <laughs> hurting. Poor bloke. Okay, we'll wrap it up. Yes. Um, we are going to do live shows, Adam, at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I'm really looking forward to that. They're going to be very special guests coming to those uh, those live shows as well. Yes, they're going to be wonderful. And uh, it's going to be comedyfestival.com.au doing four yep. uh, on the weekends on Sundays at the Imperial Hotel at 3.30. And, uh, you know, bring your, bring your footy jumper, um, fa- paint your face. Paint your face. Look and like after, an idiot. And afterwards, we all go and do the skywalk. Yes. <laughs> oh, we should have broadcast from the top of the MCG. Yeah, true, true, Fuck, true. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Stephen Goff. We'll, we'll get that in motion. People, yeah. It may move people, so keep an ear Pull out. Pull some strings. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget also, uh, name the footbridge, the Junk Time footbridge. So go namethebridge.com. Yep. That's an influx tomorrow. Just everybody. So we'll, we'll tweet about that and you yeah. can follow that. And, uh, yeah, so hashtag it, name the bridge. It's got to be Junk Time. Junk if it's time. not, then yeah. uh, we might have to move to Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll see you soon. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.